When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy New Year, crypto fam. Welcome to 2024. Make some noise. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis, as well as the five things to watch out for in the Bitcoin market this week. We'll also be discussing Coinbase extensively prepared for the spot Bitcoin ETF approval, which could be approved as soon as tomorrow, according to Reuters. I'll be breaking this down for you. We'll also be discussing $80,000 Bitcoin is incoming based on history. I'll also be sharing with you the Bitcoin having 2024 as miners predict the potential outcomes for the reduced Bitcoin rewards. I'm also going to be sharing with you a very bullish price prediction coming from CoinFund, who shares that the Bitcoin price will likely rally by 1,000% this year in 2024, taking the Bitcoin price to 500000 thousand dollars per coin let's go also breaking news just in bricks just officially doubled overnight that's right today the uae saudi arabia ethiopia egypt and iran are officially members of the bricks and quitting max kaiser the saudis will make michael saylor look like a peanut a 500 billion dollar bitcoin buy order triggering a god candle is a done deal we'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market all this plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Now, welcome, crypto fam, and happy new year. 2023 is in the books. Welcome 2024. Let me know how your new year has gone thus far for you. The price action is back on the pump. We're up over $1,000 on the daily, about to recapture 44000 I can't wait. It's going to be an epic year, family. Today is pod episode number 1509. I'm your host, JV, and today is January 1st, 2024, and it feels so incredible just saying 2024. Done it. So let's get this mofo lit, shall we? Uh, welcome everyone new to the channel. Appreciate everyone's support. Let's kick it off with our market watch as we do each and every day. We got Bitcoin pumping back in the green, up 2% on the daily, trading at about 43.8 at the time of this live stream. We got Ether also up 2%, trading at 2,353 bucks. Solana up 5%, trading at 109. And to get a more broader monthly perspective, let's check it out, zooming out. We can see Bitcoin is up 13% on the month. We have 
have ETH up 12%, uh, BNB up 37%, Solana 83%, and just massive overall gainers. The whole fourth quarter of 2023 was lit. In fact, for the year, Bitcoin uh, achieved roughly 150% gains, not too shabby, and that was all kicked off with the regional banking crisis earlier a year ago, um, you know I mean, when we kicked off 2023. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, the crypto market cap is just shy of 1.7 trillion, with roughly 48 billion in volume for the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance back on the rise at 50.3%, with the Ether dominance at 16.6%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past 24 hours, SEI leading the pack up 20% on the daily and 76% on the week, trading at 71 cents, followed by the graph up 13%, trading at 21 cents, followed by Satoshi Vision up 13%, trading just shy of 103 bucks. Below that, we have Clayton, Mina, and Celestia. Now, which altcoins are you most bullish on for this bull run? Please let me know in those comments right down below. And don't forget, this is a live and interactive show. So also let me know where you're tuning in from, fam. I greatly appreciate it. And checking out the crypto bubbles to get a visual perspective of the overall crypto market. You can see most of the altcoins are currently pumping and in the green and zooming out on the weekly. You got some even up over 100%, such as Satoshi uh, Vision. And zooming out on the monthly, you're going to see a tremendous amount of gainers. Uh, Sats up over 300%, Bonk up 200%, Ordi up 220%, ICP 175%, Woo 92%, uh, Satoshi Vision 114%, Injective 116%, Stacks 100%, ASTR 100%, uh, AVAX uh, almost 90%. So just massive gainers in the altcoin market. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're currently rated as 65. Greed, yesterday 67, last week as 73 and last month is 74 in greed. So there you have it, my crypto fam. Now let's discuss the five things to watch out for in the Bitcoin market this week. The headline reads, countdown to the US spot Bitcoin ETF, the five things to know about Bitcoin. Let's break this baby down. Uh, so yeah, starting here, number one, will Bitcoin break out Upon the spot Bitcoin ETF approval, New Year fireworks were distinctly absent from the price action as 2024 came around. Bitcoin greeted the new year well within an established trading range. The start of the 12-month candle went almost unnoticed as markets offered modest upside towards 43 Gs per data from Cointelegraph. In trading view, as you can see here in the Bitcoin one-hour candle chart, volatility could easily have changed the mood around the close, but as throughout the Christmas period, no major trend continuation was on the table. And quoting crypto analyst Matthew Highland, Bitcoin, just a guess for the next 10 to 14 days heading into the ETF. And you can just see that arrow heading straight north, taking us to roughly that 50G level. Uh, quoting Crypto Tony, I imagine we end up producing a symmetrical triangle over the next few weeks and break out from there. Let me know if you agree or disagree with that analyst. And uh, let's see who else we can quote here. Uh, Highland also shared that the dominance weekly fell and closed below the support. A dominance breakdown is one of the most bullish signals for the crypto market, as well as for Bitcoin. And uh, the next factor to keep your eyes out on, the Bitcoin ETF approval window starts this week. That's right. That's the one and only thing on every crypto investor's mind this month, the US spot Bitcoin ETF approval deadline. Due by January 10th, which is next week, this potentially moment, uh, momentous occasion has been uh, married in controversy for years. Uh, the surprises have continued right until the new year, from industry reshuffling to constant meetings with US regulators. The prelude to the spot ETF ETF go-ahead feels like no other before it. Now, plenty of nerves around the deadline period. A common narrative calls for the announcement of Spark 
selling the news event in which Bitcoin immediately drops his anticipation of the unknown drains away. Let me know if you agree or disagree with that. I personally don't think this is sell the news and I don't think that the uh, price is baked in uh, with the approval of the ETF, but let me know your thoughts. And quoting Crypto Capo, we expect volatility and a possible correction in the mid 30s. Oh, hell no. Nah. He's been probably the most bearish in the markets. He was also calling for $12,000. Uh, so I think that's a little crazy. But what are your thoughts on that? <coughs> now, um, who we got here? Stock money lizard shares. We have taken into account the macroeconomic factors as well as recession and inflation. However, this is ultimately not a bad thing for Bitcoin. More and more people see and will see once it's mass adopted. Bitcoin is digital gold and as an inflation proof asset that is a store of value in bad economic times. Therefore, we do not believe that the current bull run is about to end anytime soon. Yeah, I think we're just getting started. Let me know your thoughts. The next factor to keep your eyes out on this week, market fed pivot has months to go. That's right. On the topic of macro tides, the first week of the year will offer some macro calm as Bitcoiners focus on the ETF. Little, by the way, of U.S. data prints are due with the year's first milestone, the Federal Reserve's decision on interest rates only coming at the end of the month. Inflation is slanting downward and a look at the market expectations shows increasing preparations for a Fed pivot beginning to dismantle two years of interest rate hikes. Per data from the CME Group FedWatch tool, the odds that are occurring this month are nonetheless low at just over 15%. Now, more likely, markets are saying, is that the current levels will remain throughout March. And considering how the rest of 2024 can play out, Jim Bianco, head of institutional research firm Bianco Research, eyed the implications of the U.S. presidential elections, quoting him here. Since 1994, the Fed had explicitly targeted the fund rates. Uh, he also highlighted 96, 2008, and 2020 as key years in the intervening period, quoting him here. So in the last 30 years, cuts in presidential election years have come mainly because everything is hitting the fan and, and the Fed is forced to act. Now, will a soft landing, if one actually happens, <coughs> be enough for multiple rate cuts in an election year? Or will the Fed feel compelled to sit it out? What are your thoughts on that? Uh, do let me know. And the next factor we're going to keep our eyes out on this week, all-time highs keep coming for the Bitcoin fundamentals. That's right. The Bitcoin network fundamentals are starting this year in the same vein as much of the previous year in up-only mode. Let's get it. The upcoming difficulty adjustment will take competition amongst the miners to levels never seen before. Per data from the monitoring resource, btc.com, difficulty will rise to one and a half percent to seven point, I'm sorry, 73.1 trillion. So difficulty continues breaking out to all time highs. Just look at these charts, family. Now, as Max says, it's the lagging indicator of the Bitcoin price. So price is likely to follow. And according to Max Kaiser, the price of Bitcoin right now, according to to the hash rate should be over uh, $400,000 per coin. And he announced that a few days ago when the Bitcoin hash rate broke above 520 quintillion exahashes uh, per second. Now, the next factor we're going to keep our eyes out on this week, a greedy start to the year. Against all this, the crypto market sentiment, the aggregate estimate of each hodler's behavioral mindset is cautious. Greed is what characterizes the average crypto investor at 43,000 as per the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, which we cover here on the show each 
and every day. Now here's a, a tweet from uh, Plan B, a creator of the Bitcoin stock to flow model. If you're not familiar with the stock to flow, it ultimately predicts a price action between $100,000 per coin and a million dollars per coin uh, between 2024 and 2028. And quoting Plan B here, 2023 close 42,258, up 156% from 16,500 in 2022. Ready for the ETFs and the halvings? in 2024. So there you have it. Let me know if you're ready for the ETF approval and the halving. And my question for you, when do you feel we get the approval from the ETF? Will it be this week? As Reuters leaked, they said it could be January 2nd or the 3rd, which would be tomorrow or the following day. And as you know, the deadline is next week on the 10th. Nick Carter, which we covered uh, a few days ago, he's predicting we get the approval on the 8th. But anyways, we still got a lot to cover. So uh, let's break into our next story of the day and discuss this ETF approval, shall we? The headline reads, Coinbase extensively prepared for the spot Bitcoin ETF approval, which again could be as soon as this week. As the deadline approaches for the SEC uh, to decide whether to approve the spot ETF, Coinbase says it has extensively prepared its systems to custody Bitcoin for the spot Bitcoin ETF issuers. And we all know that Coinbase is also the custodian for BlackRock, the world's largest asset manager. So I think that is extremely bullish just for Coinbase in general, including their stock. Most bought Bitcoin ETF apps have named the NASDAQ listed crypto platform as the custodian of their Bitcoin. So not only NAS or not only BlackRock, but most of these major asset managers, including ARK Invest, Bitwise, Wisdom Tree, and Invesco. Here's what Coinbase shared uh, with Bloomberg on Friday. We have extensively prepared for ETF approval. Our systems have been designed and tested to handle added trading volume, increased liquidity, and general increases in demand on our systems. The spokesperson also confirmed that Coinbase Global's head of custody, Aaron Schnarch, recently departed the firm and has been replaced by Rick Schoenberg. Now, it's very interesting how all these people are being replaced. What would you consider it? Like a takeover? Like CZ had to step down, got replaced. Uh, who else just recently got replaced? So many people. Uh, also, Barry Silbert, the head of GBTC, who has been in this game since the inception, he just had to step down and got replaced. So it makes you wonder. The SEC is currently considering 13 proposed spot Bitcoin ETFs, the first deadline being January 10th next week, for the joint app submitted by Kathy Woods, ARK Invest and 21 shares. Shout out Kathy Wood. Many expect the regulator to approve multiple apps by the date. Let me know if you feel the basket will all be approved at that same time. The SEC gave spot Bitcoin ETF issuers until last Friday to submit amended filings to be considered for the initial round of decisions early January. Coinbase has been pushing for the SEC to give clear crypto regulation. However, the firm faced a setback when the securities regulator rejected its petition earlier in the month. In response, the crypto exchange has taken the matter to court, filing with the Third Circuit to challenge the SEC's arbitrary and capricious denial of its petition for crypto rulemaking. So there you have it. My crypto fam, regarding these ETFs, let me know when you feel this approval date will come. Appreciate y'all. It's going to be a lit year, to say the least. We're pumping. Let's keep the pumpage a-pumping. And with that being shared, let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss this $80,000 target incoming. The headline reads, 80,000 Bitcoin incoming based on history, according to Coin Bureau's Guy Turner. So let's uh, talk about it. In a new video, Guy Turner, host of Coin Bureau, tells his subs that Bitcoin will set a new all-time high this year. Uh, I think it's a given. Whether or not the US SEC approves the spot Bitcoin ETF 
or not. And thank you, Zero, for the super. You're too kind. He wrote, shout out to the mods. Uh, JV, Crypto News Alerts fam, happy new year. 2024 is going to be lit. I stopped second guessing my convictions once I began listening to JV. Thank you, JV. My pleasure, fam. Greatly appreciate all your continued support, brother. Uh, Bitcoin will hit a new all-time high in 2024. We believe that this will happen regardless of whether a spot Bitcoin ETF is approved or not. That's right, because Bitcoin doesn't need the ETF. ETF on Wall Street needs the BTC. That's simply because Bitcoin has a history of surpassing its previous all-time high, roughly one year before the cycle high. In late 2016, Bitcoin surpassed its 2013 cycle high of around $1,000. In late 2017, Bitcoin hit a new cycle high of almost 20000 How many of you were around in Bitcoin back in 2017? I remember as if it was yesterday, because 2017 is when I entered the market and uh, I bought my first Biddy at uh, roughly 1500 And by the end of the year, yeah, it was almost 20000 around Christmas time, which was mind-boggling. And continuing, in late 2020, Bitcoin surpassed its 2017 high. And in late 2021, Bitcoin hit a cycle high of almost 70000 It appears that 2024 will be analogous, sorry, analogous, if I'm pronouncing this word wrong, my apologies, to 2016 and 2020, similar. How about we use the word similar? In practical terms, this means that Bitcoin can hit a high of more than 80,000 by the end of the year. It's hard to say exactly what this price will be, but history suggests it won't be much higher than the previous cycle high. As a result, a Bitcoin price of 80,000 would be a conservative expectation. Now, I agree with that 100%. I think 80,000 would be conservative, but nonetheless, it's a great target because it's a new all-time high, which means price discovery mode. Let's go. And according to Turner, if his scenario of 2024 plays out, it could mean that Bitcoin hits a six-figure price tag in 2025. He also notes that the approval of the Bitcoin ETF won't guarantee any inflows, quoting him again, if this does indeed play out when it foreshadows a cycle high for Bitcoin sometime late 2025, we believe that Bitcoin will hit a high of between 130 and 180,000 per coin. This is likewise based on Bitcoin's previous cycles, which has seen diminishing returns. So in theory, Bitcoin could go much higher in 2024 if the spot Bitcoin ETF is approved, which I reiterate is extremely likely. Again, they're giving a 99% probability from the top ETF analyst from Bloomberg, which is James Safart and Eric Balchunas. Continuing, in practice, however, a spot Bitcoin ETF does not guarantee inflows. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with his prediction that we're likely to see a conservative target of $80,000 Bitcoin price action this year and that we can hit 130 to 180,000 in 2025, which he is expecting to be the peak. And to watch this video, he did check the show notes below the video in the description. It's lit. I'm appreciating this. Uh, keep the comments flowing, but let's dive into our next story of the day because I still got a lot to cover. Let's discuss this Bitcoin halving 2024 set to take place in roughly three and a half months, mid-April. Let's break it down. Leading Bitcoin mining players have highlighted the need for efficiency to remain profitable and operational after the halving event. 2024. Now, Cointelegraph contacted several mining firms to unpack the expected effects of the Bitcoin halving on the industry and the implications for the small and large-scale miners. Now, keep in mind, the miners had a field day in 2023. All the stocks went through the roof as well. Bitcoin's protocol is hardwired to reduce the amount of Bitcoin awarded to a miner for adding a block to the ongoing chain. Mining reward halvings occur every 210,000 blocks, and with a block added to the blockchain every 10 
10 minutes. Havings come around every four years. Now, how many halvings have you experienced thus far? Or are you a virgin? And this is going to be your first Bitcoin halving. Let me know, fam. The next halving, which is the fourth such event, will cut the Bitcoin mining reward from six and a quarter BTC to 3.125 BTC. The previous halving took, or halvings took place in 2012, 2016, and 2020. Now, look at this chart. This is a chart of Bitcoin's price performance around the previous three halvings. Notice a pattern. That's right. After the halving, we go parabolic and we reach price discovery mode, which ultimately means new all-time high. Reducing the mining rewards is a pertinent consideration for miners, given its implications on profitability and returns, on investment, on hardware and overhead running costs. The efficiency of Bitcoin mining operations is set to play a vital role during the halving. Now, Hut 8 CEO Jamie Leverton tells Cointelegraph the event will force the miners to drive efficiencies in their operations to continue mining. Hut 8 is actively rolling out purpose-built software to increase the efficiency of its Canadian mining sites. Leverton added that the firm hopes to complete its previously announced bid to purchase four power plants in Ontario to power its operations. The capacity totals 310 megawatts, including its former 40-megawatt North Bay mining site, which it had to vacate due to a protracted legal dispute with uh, Validus Power. Hut 8 intends to purchase the above-mentioned power plant from the company after it went into receivership September 2023, according to CEO here. We have long been bullish on self-mining and the price of Bitcoin going up and to the right over the time. And we believe the best prepared miners will be positioned to capture upside following the halving. That's why we were strategic in expanding our mining operations inorganically this year. And we're able to increase our capacity through the merger. Hut 8 completed a high-profile merger with U.S. mining firm USBTC November 2023, increasing its hash rate from 2.6 exahashes per second to 7.3 in November of 2023. Now, Taras uh, Kailuk, founder and CEO of Bitcoin mining infrastructure Sunnyside Digital, uh, gives a straightforward take, highlighting the direct correlation between the 50% reduction of block rewards and the Bitcoin price and fees. Quoting him here, if that's not met by increased Bitcoin price or increased transaction fees, lower efficiency miners will need to shut down. And he added that the existing network of miners will continue securing the Bitcoin blockchain as long as the economic incentives pay them for their risks to do so. Quoting him again, the halving is baked into most of the larger miners. They have been expecting the pricing and the halving into their projections for years now. Now, Luxor's head of research, Colin Harper, shared with Cointelegraph, highlighting the importance of efficiency and the likelihood of smaller miners having to power down their machines. Quoting him here, assuming Bitcoin's price doesn't rip, uh, and hash price, a measure of mining profitability along with it, miners with the higher cost power and less efficient mining rigs will drop off the network. Now let's discuss Bitcoin price as a crucial factor. Core Scientific CEO Adam Sullivan shared that the halvings effect will be entirely dependent on the price of Bitcoin and will directly influence how many miners remain operational. As he shares here, the lower the Bitcoin price is, the more machines will come off the network and the difficulty will adjust lower. So for Core Scientific, this resulted in a focus on keeping machines online to maximize the profitability of its mining fleet. And on a more technical note, he shared that the miner's success will be determined by their ability to manage the trade-off between total terahash exposure and hardware efficiency compared to the market. Quoting him here, the Bitcoin network is self-healing and long-term will always incentivize mining 
to occur. And uh, quoting Harper again, there will always be miners with cheaper electricity than others. So as long as Bitcoin has value, someone will be mining. Now, also news shared roughly a week ago, uh, Russia is now mining Bitcoin. They set up shop in Ethiopia and they're looking to turn Ethiopia into a Bitcoin mining hub. So another sign of the times of how profitable Bitcoin mining is, especially at a time like this, where Bitcoin is about to rip. Now, also quoting this dude here, this is why the difficulty adjustment exists. If Bitcoin becomes unprofitable to mine for most miners, they will turn off their rigs, hash rate or hash rate will drop, the difficulty will follow suit, and then it becomes more profitable to mine for the miners who are left. Now, forget about a Bitcoin death spiral. Previous having cycles have also seen headlines touting the potential of the so-called Bitcoin death spiral. How many times have we read about that family? Not more than FUD. This hypothetical scenario involves a drastic drop in profitability and subsequent hash rate reduction as miners are forced to leave the network. So yeah, just touching upon that, I think profitability is going to be through the roof. And that's why you have so many miners doubling down. That's why you have miners now like the country of Russia, uh, their largest miner opening up shop in Ethiopia, as I mentioned earlier, because even though the rewards get cut in half, we can see a 10x of the Bitcoin price action this cycle. Let me know your thoughts on that. But anyways, we got uh, two more stories to share. Let's dive into this $500,000 bullish target, share some predictions from some uh, big folk, and then we'll dive into the uh, breaking story of the day, discuss this 1 million Bitcoin buy. You know what I mean? And the latest with Saudi money coming into Bitcoin, you already know. So yeah, this headline reads, these are the boldest Bitcoin predictions for 2024. One calls for a 1,000% rally to 500,000 per Bitcoin. Let's go. Now, I'm not going to read these all because I'll be honest with you. Some of them are boring to me. $60,000 prediction from Mark Mobius. Boring. Bit mining, 75 Gs. A little boring. We'll, we're going to skip to the uh, exciting parts. Coin shares, 80 Gs. Mm, doesn't really intrigue me. Nexo, 100 Gs. Hmm, sounds good, but it's okay. Standard Chartered, which is a major bank, and just FYI, guess who the primary shareholder is of Standard Chartered? Take a guess. Yep, you got it right. Black frickin' rock. And yeah, they're predicting, I think it's 120,000. I've covered uh, some Standard Chartered predictions here in the previous months. Uh, we have Carol Alexander, uh, University of Suffolk professor, interesting, predicting 100,000. Uh, that's pretty interesting. Uh, we have Matrix Port, uh, which is a financial service firm predicting $125,000 in 2024. And uh, we're going to get more bullish. This is the one I wanted to focus on. Coin Fund, they're predicting $500,000. So let's just discuss this one. Venture Capital Coin Fund has one of the highest price calls for Bitcoin for 2024, but not the highest because yesterday I shared Samson Mao's prediction of a million dollar Bitcoin price in 2024, but one of the highest. Uh, quoting them here, Bitcoin has a strong inverse correlation with the dollar and real yields, and both are now going down, said Seth Gins, managing partner at CoinFund, shared with CNBC. We also expect the following through inflows post-launch of the Bitcoin spot ETF, as well as growing excitement around the likely approval of the ETF. And, uh, oh, I'm sorry, is that say Ether? 
other spot ETFs later. That's right. I think those got pushed back to May. Correct me if I'm wrong. They say it'll be quite meaningful. So naturally, the focus is the Bitcoin ETFs here in January. Then in May, later on in the year, we're likely to get the Ether ETFs. Now, Gins added that he thinks the industry is in the process of regulatory normalization. Gins says that the Bitcoin price can touch $1 million per coin in the next cycle, but set a more reasonable expectation for 2024 would see Bitcoin between $250,000 and $500,000 per coin. Now, being I mentioned Samson Mallow earlier, I'm going to go to my timeline here on X, and I just want to share with you some of his predictions, which he shared, which are extremely bullish, just in case you missed yesterday's podcast. So here you go, right here. Uh, why Bitcoin will hit a million dollars after the approval. Here's his predictions. He's predicting Bitcoin reaching a new all-time high, which we know is a given. He also says Bitcoin will hit a million dollars and it could happen as fast as days or weeks after the approval of the ETF. So yes, in 2024. He also predicts that three nation states will implement a Bitcoin strategy. And he also says he's going to engage 10 more countries. But yeah, back to the predictions. Um, he also says they're going to engage 10 more countries. Uh, they say Aqua Bitcoin drives LUSDT volume. Liquid Bitcoin goes mainstream. Uh, Bitfinex takes off. And Bitcoin bonds from three jurisdictions. So there you have it, my crypto family. Let me know your thoughts on Samson Mao's uh, predictions right there. Also, I like to throw out there because we didn't really get to discuss it today. Max Kaiser uh, has announced maybe two weeks ago that... El Salvador is going to be launching their own spot Bitcoin ETF. The difference between the 13 ETFs awaiting approval this month in the United States and the El Salvador ETF is the 13 in the USA are cash in, cash out, which ultimately means you <laughs> purchase the ETF, BlackRock, Jamie Dimon, JP Morgan, and Coinbase are going to be holding it for you. And uh, in return, they're going to give you an IOU paper version. So you don't really own the Bitcoin. You know what I mean? You have the IOU version of it. The difference with the El Salvador Bitcoin ETF is, guess what? It's Bitcoin in, Bitcoin out. So it's really what everyone could hope for because they're not scandalous in El Salvador as BlackRock and the U.S. government and Gary Gensler and the regulators and the SEC are all colluding and scandalous mofos. And I know I'm preaching to the choir. Shout out Ella. I appreciate you supporting the channel and joining the HODL gang. It's a membership to this channel. If anyone wants to become a member of the channel, you can do so for as little as $2.99 a month. It helps support JV. It helps support the show. You know what I mean? And I greatly appreciate that support. All right, family, get those likes up. We're about to enter our featured story of the day. Here we go. The moment you have all been waiting for. Let's discuss the latest of what is breaking right now. Uh, breaking news. Just in, BRICS just officially doubled overnight. That's right. Today, the UAE, Saudi Arabia, Ethiopia, Egypt, and Iran are officially members of the BRICS. And quoting Max Kaiser, the Saudis will make Michael Saylor look like a peanut. A $500 billion Bitcoin buy order triggering a god candle is a done deal. That's right. Now, let's break this baby down. This news was actually shared this morning by Mario Nafal, who wrote, BRICS doubles overnight. Today, the UAE, Saudi Arabia, Ethiopia, Egypt, and Iran are officially members of the BRICS. Uh, they join Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa as a formidable economic 
powerhouse, representing 29% of the global GDP and 43% of the global oil production. Let's go. And although tensions exist between members, states such as China, India, BRICS, it is growing the challenge to the G7. Uh, President Xi, I wish to extend a warm welcome to leaders of the new BRICS members and the sources, the IMF, the International Monetary Fund, Reuters, and China Daily. So that's a pretty big deal. That's why I shared that uh, here this morning with the retweet. Now, Max uh, shared some very insightful things as well off the back of this news, which was shared on December 28th. Breaking news, big oil money to enter Bitcoin. 90-year-old Saudi Arabian uh, Salafic clerk writes a fatwa deeming Bitcoin acceptable under Islam. Now, this is the Saudi prince uh, right here, extremely wealthy individual. Now, Max's tweet off the back of this news was 100%. The Saudis will make Michael Saylor look like a peanut. A $500 billion buy order triggering a god candle is a done deal. He also tweeted, these two are teaming up to make Larry Fink, which is BlackRock, and Michael Saylor look like peanuts with a buy order of 1 million Bitcoin and a $100,000 god candle. Now, let's talk about this real quick. Now, a 1 million Bitcoin buy order is a big deal. Uh, MicroStrategy owns, I think, just shy of 200,000 Bitcoin right now. There's also talk, which Max uh, shared a few days ago, that MicroStrategy's plan is to acquire 5% of the Bitcoin supply, which ultimately means buying another 1 million Bitcoin, just MicroStrategy, them fricking sells. They already control roughly 1% of the Bitcoin supply in circulation already. So if he was to get a million Bitcoin, that'd be roughly 5% of the Bitcoin supply. Now, what happens when game theory is in effect and you have nations and sovereign wealth funds looking to adopt Bitcoin as well and pick up a million Bitcoin? Well, there's not enough Bitcoin really to go around. Uh, there's rumored to be roughly 2 million Bitcoin on the exchanges. We don't know exactly how many of those 2 million Bitcoin on the exchanges are even available for sale because most of the Bitcoin supply right now is in the hands of the long-term hodlers. So congratulations to my long-term hodlers with those diamond hands. Now on the left here, this is the prince of Saudi Arabia. And this is a guy on the right, I honestly don't know who the guy on the right is. So one of you guys, please enlighten me and let me know his name or his position because they were allegedly enemies at one time, according to Kaiser, but now they're teaming up to do this huge buy. So I'd love to know your thoughts on that family. Max also tweeted, uh, you don't change Bitcoin, Bitcoin changes you. So this is what someone wrote here. The guy on the right is on house arrest by the guy on the left. Max says, exactly. So I, I want to know who this guy is. Let me know, family. I know one of you guys must know. Now, other headlines, which we got to keep in mind. Japan's SBI Holdings, which is the largest bank in Japan, signs an MOU, which is a, a memorandum of understanding with Saudi Amoco, exploring digital asset investments. This is a big deal. Why? It's the largest oil company in the world, partnering with the largest bank of Japan to explore digital assets. What's the largest digital asset in the world? Clearly Bitcoin. So they're making some moves. Other headlines of more recent, Russia and Iran step up de-dollarization drive with pact to shun the greenback and bilateral trade, according to this report. So clearly these countries are no longer interested in the dollar. And now business deals are being made to move away from the dollar. It seems the dollar is doomed. And what is the future? Bitcoin. Can Bitcoin become 
Yeah, I mean, a world reserve currency. What are your thoughts? Now, also big news, Bitcoin asset is permissible for Islam, according to the 90-year-old Salafist cleric from Saudi Arabia. And I actually want to read some of this. And thank you guys for just subscribing to the channel and everyone coming in on here. Shout out to Mohammed. He says, those are my cousins. That's what's up. So yeah, this is big news uh, as well. According to the latest news, it seems that Islam has approved Bitcoin, stating the asset is now permissible. This is a big deal as there's over 2 billion Muslims on the planet. So yeah, new. The 90-year-old Saudi uh, writes a fatwa, which deems Bitcoin acceptable for Islam. The text begins by stating that in the past, the request to make Bitcoin acceptable for Islam has been declined, but now there has been a change of opinion regarding it. Let's go. And indeed, the 90-year-old uh, Salafir's clerk from Saudi Arabia wanted to emphasize how the judgment was changed as he now sees Bitcoin transactions as transactions like in any other currency, where the evils are not hidden and it is clear what is prohibited and what is not. Now, specifically, here's what he said about the choice to make Bitcoin permissible for Islam. Quoting him here, what makes it is more likely to say that it is permissible, in my opinion, is that as long as this currency is backed by those who issued it, it is acceptable because then they resemble checks issued with amounts divided on the current account balance. So in practice, for the Salafist clerk, Bitcoin is similar to checks from one point of view and approved cash from the other. And in fact, similar to a check because it is valid for all those who hold it and because it is the only one issued to those who have received the order to request what it contains. Now, continuing in the fatwa, the clerk from Saudi Arabia then wanted to talk about the adoption of BTC, stating that uh, the experts see the expansion on its adoption, right? In such cases, all countries are forced to consider Bitcoin and even adopt cryptocurrencies without knowing who issues them. In this regard, the cleric from Saudi Arabia then spoke about trust, as it is from there that all the other rules that apply to current currencies, such as paper money, would start, as he shares here. Obviously, the source must be known, because trust in it depends on trust in its source, as is the case with all other currencies. And therefore, the same rules that apply to current currencies, such as paper money, apply to it. Usury is prohibited, and the hand of the thief is cut off if, or I'm sorry, it's the owners become rich. It is inherited by him and uh, zakat is required. Although its nature and management methods are different from those of traditional currency, God knows well what to do. So there you have it. So what are your thoughts? I mean, all these bullish headlines, I think it is a sign of the times. I think it is very clear, but I'd love to know your thoughts. Also, uh, Max recently shared that the kingdom, well, we just discussed the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, but also Qatar, another very wealthy nation, which has a sovereign wealth fund sitting on a half a trillion, which is roughly $500 billion, is looking to convert their sovereign wealth fund into Bitcoin. Now, clearly, this is gonna create a supply shock. We have all this massive demand and let's just contemplate all the demand right now. So ETF approval, just the top asset managers in the world uh, have roughly 30 trillion in assets under management. They're gonna be looking to gobble up as much Bitcoin as they possibly can, that's a given. We have a Bitcoin halving where the rewards from the miners are about to be sliced in fricking half. And then you have nation state adoption, then you have sovereign wealth fund adoption and you have all these people making 
big moves. You got Michael Saylor looking to accumulate 5% of the circulating Bitcoin supply with roughly 1 million Bitcoin. Then you have Saudi Arabia potentially looking to do the same thing. You got Qatar potentially looking to do the same thing. This is the game theory we have been preaching for years here on the channel, and it's live and in full effect right now in 2024. There's not enough Bitcoin to go around. That's a given. There's no, there could only ever be 21 million Bitcoin because there's a finite limited supply hard-coded into the protocol. You know what I mean? And there's probably millions of Bitcoin already lost and gone forever. Satoshi's wallet holds 1.1 million Bitcoin or his wallet collectively, allegedly. According to Alex Jones, Max is Satoshi and could be sitting on a million Bitcoin himself. You know what I mean? So there's very little Bitcoin left available. And now we know BlackRock, what BlackRock wants, BlackRock gets. They're coming after your Bitcoin family. They're coming for it. And they're looking to give you the IOU fake paper version. So don't get suckered into it. Stack and hold your Bitcoin accordingly and be smart about it. Because if you sell your Bitcoin at a time like this, you may never be able to get it back, especially at these prices. So let me know your thoughts, fam. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. HODL!